Hello and welcome to the podcast. This is Kyle and Brett Talk Sports. I'm Kyle and my partner's Brett. Say hi, Brett. What's up? <laughs> and today we're going to talk fantasy sports to start off the podcast. Uh, we're going to start with running backs and work our way down. The running back that I'm here to talk about today is Howard. Uh, Jordan Howard's the running back for the Chicago Bears. Um, Brett, do you have anything to say about Howard, first off? Uh, I would look to him to be the star of that Bears offense right now. Bears, obviously, right now aren't going to be a very good team. You know, they're going to have Glennon at QB. I think Trubisky will probably end up starting later in the year, but that's another topic. I think Howard's going to be the go-to guy, going to get a lot of carries, going to be top 10 running back. You know, I, I would take him over a Jaye, and I'd honestly probably take him over Melvin Gordon. Uh, we have a note here that says that Jordan Howard was a 100-yard rusher in seven games last year. He didn't start till week four. That is quite a... That's a lot of rushing yards for a first-year rookie running back. Um, if you want to make a comparison, you can almost say that he could be the next David Johnson if this Bears defense or Bears offense finds any consistency, which I believe Mike Glennon was not that bad with Tampa Bay. He no, was a decent no. – he's kind of like one of those Brian Hoyer quarterbacks yeah. where they can come in and they can do the job. I'm going to go back up. Um, there's just some things we'd like to list with Jordan Howard. In fantasy, his ADP is at 18. That's, uh, what, like RB5? Yeah. Um, that seems a little low for me. For a running back in his rookie year that rushed for seven 100-yard games, and he's going to, like Brett said, he's going to be the focal point. Um, we also have some consistency rankings. He was the seventh most consistent running back in fantasy sports. Uh, you break down the consistency through – you become a consistent running back by being the number – you're a top 25 running back that week in fantasy. And he was a top 25 running back 13 out of the 16 weeks that he played. And I think that's incredibly remarkable when you consider that the Bears law of last season went by committee. Exactly. You know, Jeremy Langford was there. Yeah. Um, the biggest one, like I said earlier, is he did not start a game till week four. That means he came off the bench one week and became a fantasy starter. Um, we're going to move on to the next running back. Uh, the next running back that we have here is Jay Ajaye. Oof, that's a name. Um, we all know Jay Ajaye as this 200-yard or bust running back in the NFL. Um, Jay Ajaye... His ADP on ESPN is 21.5. He's going after our boy Howard. Um, I don't – do you want to take the risk there, Ajayi? Back of the – it would be the first pick in the third round in a 10-team. I, I like other running backs better than Ajayi. I don't think he's that bad of a fantasy choice. You know, I think he's a solid running back too, but – I think there's some question marks right now, being you're going to have Jay Cutler or Matt Moore as quarterback. You oh, know? I think it's Jay Cutler. They said he wasn't going to come in and sit on the bench. So it, it's looking like it's going to be Jay Cutler. Um, You know, there's just other running backs in the third round. I'd, be, I'd take Lamar Miller or Todd Gurley. Yeah. Like, they're going to be consistent. The volume's there. I mean, you can't get worse than what the Rams were last year, right? <laughs> like, well, maybe. I mean... I mean <laughs> Jay Ajayi is going to get you 30 yards or 200 yards. It's He's too risky. He's like a Doug Baldwin for me. Like, Doug Baldwin, he's he gets his numbers, but you could just never pick what weeks he's going to get those numbers. So if you're playing in a best ball league where it takes the best scores from each week, 
Ajayi is a good pick, but he's, his value in the draft is just too sweet for my liking. If he drops to me in the third round, late, late third round, maybe. But I, I'm not looking to get Ajayi in any of my leagues this year. Yeah, I, th- I think Ajayi's thing is he had those few games last year where he's, you know, he's running for 200 yards, running for 100 yeah. some odd yards. Like, he blows up. But I, th- I really think he's going to come down to earth a little bit this season. I, I think it's a little bit ridiculous to expect those kind of numbers again. Well, n- new quarterback, given color was with Adam Gase before, but I'm just not seeing this offense being much of anything, given I'm not a Jarvis or Parker fan at all. I'm not a big fan of the Dolphins. Uh, the next running back we have is Melvin Gordon. This guy. Um... First off, we get started by saying was honestly awful his rookie year for the Chargers. It was not something that I would have wanted to have in fantasy. Um, last year, really good. Uh, the the one qualm that I have is he was so touchdown dependent. He was one of those guys that would go out there and get you three touchdowns a game, but you can't count on that week to week. There's, there's going to be regression. Uh, he had 10 touchdowns last year in the games that he played. Um I can't see him getting 10 touchdowns in that offense anymore. Keenan Allen's back. Hunter Henry's going to have a bigger role. Um, is there anything you'd like to add to that? Uh, you know, I, I actually, I'm going to disagree with you a little bit. I mean, I do agree that there's cons- some concerns from a consistency standpoint where it's just like he's racking up touchdowns and that's how he's getting his points. But I still think he's going to get a lot of goal line carries, still going to get a lot of touchdowns. He's not going to be a big yards guy. But I, I still think he's a decent fantasy running back. I like him. I'd pick him early, but that's another, just my thought. He was a 100-yard rusher in only three games last year. And coming from a top-10 running back, I don't know if that's something you're looking for. Um, he's coming off a knee injury. He, me, he missed week 16 or 17 last year because of this knee injury. Um, if you think he's going to come back perfectly off that, then he's still a good pick in the second round of your draft. Definitely have him over a GIA, though. Oh, yeah. Um, Another thing, he was a top 25 running back in 12 of his 16 games last year, so a little below Howard. Um, basically, Brett, how would you rank these three that we said? I think we kind of alluded to it. but uh, I'm taking Howard first, Gordon second, Ajayi third. Yeah, that's same with me, same with me. All right. Now, here is the one that is going to get people into trouble in drafts. We have Terrence West and Danny Woodhead. We have them grouped because they're on the same team. But with the injury to Kenneth Dixon, West is shoved into that starting running back role. Uh, Danny Woodhead will be the receiving back. West will get the goal line carries. Um, One thing, Terrence West in ESPN drafts is going 123rd. That is ridiculous for a starting running back in the NFL. Uh, The Ravens have a good offense. They can pass. They're going to be able to run the rock. Um, 123, that just seems a little steep. What do you think? Uh, I, I don't think so. I, I disagree a little bit. I think, you know, Danny Woodhead's going to get some carries in there. You said more of a receiving back. But I also think that the Ravens are bad. I mean, there's no way to sugarcoat it. Like, I wouldn't even be surprised if the Browns finished better than them in that division this year. <laughs> like, I mean, Flacco is uh, not so good anymore. Really, I don't know if he ever was all that good, you know. I mean, he won a Super Bowl. <laughs> he did win a Super Bowl. That's a very good point. You know, they, they didn't have one of the best defenses in the NFL that year or anything. But <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, I, I like Terrence West as a running back in real life. 
uh, you know, kind oh, of the gritty good. FCS guy. Yeah, he's got that FCS blood. You know, Towson, but I, yeah, I don't like either of these guys in drafts. I mean, if it's a really late pick, maybe you need some guy one week. I'll disagree. In PPR, I think Danny Woodhead is a very valuable asset. Uh, he was injured last year, but the year before that, he was a number three receiving back. Or he was a number three back in PPR. So there is a lot of value in that offense. If, one, they can't get it going, they're just going to be throwing dink and dunks to Woodhead all day. I think in PPR, uh, he he's worth, to me, a fifth-round pick in PPR. Standard, I don't think he comes close to that. I'm not a big Woodhead fan in standard. But PPR, definitely be looking for Woodhead around the fifth round. In standard for West, though, at a 123 ADP, that's that's a 12th round pick. You're, you, people are taking defenses and kickers there. I In a 10 team, that is. I, I think Terrence West is worth his ADP. I'd probably take him around the ninth round. That's where I'd take him. Ooh, we have uh, LeGarrette Blunt next on the list. LeGarrette Blunt is a big, big, big running guy. back. <laughs> kind of short, stocky. Like There's so many things that are good for LeGarrette Blunt and bad for LeGarrette Blunt. Um, last year with the Patriots, before moving to the Eagles this offseason, he had 18 rushing touchdowns. That is ridiculous. He was the sixth running back in fantasy. I, you think he continues any sort of consistency with either rushing yards or touchdowns with the Eagles? Uh, I do. I, I don't think he'll be as good as he was with New England. Definitely not a top, not a top six running back. No, but I think he's worth starting. You know, on a lot of teams. Uh, I think that uh, Philadelphia offense is going to be better than it was last year. You know, Carson Wentz has more weapons. You know, he's got Alshon Jeffrey out receiver. I think they're going to be in the goal line a lot more than they were. I think he's going to be the go-to, give them carries, you know. Let them plow through the big defensive lineman. I mean, he can do it. You know, he's 5'8", 250. <laughs> I, th- I think it's big to note that there's really no competition in that Eagles backfield. Yeah. You look, they're going to release Ryan Matthews as soon as he's healthy. Wendell Smallwood showed nothing last year. And if you don't already know, we're big FCS fans, and Carson Wentz is our dude. We we think Carson Wentz is going to be big. We're fans of Carson Wentz. We think he's going to make that whole offense better. I'm just glad that they ended up giving him more weapons because last year Jordan Matthews was he was bad, nothing but pathetic. Nelson Aguilar, he's supposed to be getting better. We've heard reports in practice that he's been making great catches and he's been learning the plays. Which is good because he couldn't catch AIDS in Africa <laughs> last year. So I, I, I like what the Eagles are doing. I think Blunt will fit in just fine. With that well, group. If he can stay off the blunts, we'll be fine. Yeah. He is a former Steeler, and we know how they like their uh, their weed. There's one thing worth noting, though. It, there seems to be this thing with players that leave the Patriots. True. They aren't as good as they were when they played for the Patriots. Now, I, I don't know. Maybe it's a Belichick thing. You know, it's a, They just find guys that fit in their system that aren't good other places. So Well... We don't have this in our notes, but speaking of the Patriots, let's talk about Mike Gillisley. Mike Gillisley is the 77th ranked player on ESPN. Um, he's going in the seventh round of drafts, maybe late or early eight. Do you th- What are your thoughts on Mike Gillisley in that crowded backfield? He is a Patriots running back. Do you think he fills the blunt role? Do you think he's going to get double-digit touchdowns? 
Uh, wow, that's tough to say. I I can't really say for sure. I think he's going to be kind of that go-to back as far as carries goes. You don't think he's going to get the receiving? Because I don't. No. I think that goes to Deion Lewis. That goes to James White. Which is, they, they signed Rex Burkhead. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Cooks is now in the system. Dwayne Allen. That offense is poised to be completely ridiculous. But I don't think it's going to be in terms of the rushing game. I think Brady's going to have an immaculate year with Gronk back. Um, I'd look for, honestly, I'd look for Gillisley at his ADP. I would take him there. I'd probably reach for him a little bit if I'm low on running backs in the sixth. If I have like the second to last pick in the sixth, I'd be fine with it. But Mike Gillisley is not going to be the focal point of the offense as much as all of us would love him to. And we wish the, the Patriots would just pick one running back and go with him. But we all know the Patriots aren't going to do that. Why well, have one running back when you have four? You yeah, know? Bill Belichick, is a, he's insane. Greatest coach of all time. C.J. Anderson, what do you think about him? I'm in love with C.J. Anderson. I, I liked him last year. He got hurt. He didn't play for half the year. Um, Devonta Booker is out six weeks with a hand injury. He's missing camp. He's not going to be ready to play by – he's not going to play at all this season, in my opinion. Um, Jamal Charles is in the crowded backfield. Like I said, Booker won't be there. I think C.J. Anderson is poised to have a great year. He's a good – Bowling ball running back, like we said, like Blunt. He's going to get the touches. He's going to get 17 touches a week no matter what. Yeah. Well, and I think, yeah, in that backfield right now, I mean, Jamal Charles is probably the only other dude that might get touches, but he gets injured all the time anyway. And so, he's old. Yeah. But he, Jamal Charles will just be a change of pace. C.J. Anderson is the guy in that offense. And that defense is so good, they're going to be in every game. They're, they're going to run the clock out, in my opinion, if their quarterbacks have any sort of decent year. Um, that's one thing you could note. The quarterback situation is not somewhere. Both of them are not people I'd want at Q, QB. It's between Trevor Simeon and Paxton Lynch. We've seen Trevor Simeon be all right. Like, he can run the offense, but that offense isn't going to be anything special. But C.J. Anderson is definitely someone I'm targeting. I think you should be on the lookout that Broncos offense. So I know like Johnny Football doesn't have a job right now. <laughs> you know maybe they sign him. You know they they need a better quarterback. I think and I think if they can get a better passing game, I think Anderson thrives better. But Anderson, not a bad fantasy pickup. I like him. I think there's one thing to note is the the additions they had to that Dallas O line or not the Dallas O line, the Broncos O line. They signed Ronald Leary, the Pro Bowl guard from the Dallas Cowboys, and they drafted Garrett Bowles out of Ohio State. This this offensive line, it's not going to be bad. It's going to be a good old line. There's going to be holes, and he's going to get touches. His ADP is 70.9. That's a seventh-round pick you're spending on a, on a running back that could honestly be top 15. He could, If he has a good year and stays healthy the whole year, he could be a top 10 running back in fantasy, and I will bet my life on it. Yeah, I I would agree with that. I mean, I don't know if I'd bet my life on it. That's a little excessive. No, I'm know. a C.J. Anderson believer, man. I'm betting. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I like him. You know, seventh-round pick, that, I'd take him there if he's available and I needed running backs, you know. Exactly. Run, or flexes, you know. Running backs are hard to come by in today's fantasy world. Uh, the next running back that we have is Frank Gore. I mean, what's the one thing you think about when you think about Frank Gore? Uh, old. Old as hell. Uh, he's consistent. Uh, he has so many downsides, though. 
Luck's always injured. That offensive line is garbage. That defense is garbage. I don't. He's his ADP is going around sixth round, later sixth round. I would much rather have C.J. Anderson than Frank Gore, and he's going before C.J. Anderson. I, I like C.J. Anderson too better than Gore. I still I don't think Gore is a terrible late round pickup either. You know, I I still think you know he's gonna get his carries. He's still. You know, I, I'm almost amazed that what he's doing at whatever age he is, what is he like 36 he's like 33 or something? Or something. Oh, Frank Gore was a 12th-ranked running back in fantasy last year, and I'm not going to sit here and act like it's not possible, but I don't think he gets anywhere close to that this year. The rushing totals were down. I think he was just saved by their inability to throw a passing touchdown. Dante yeah. Moncrief was injured last year, so they couldn't pass. Now that Moncrief's back... I think Jack Doyle eats into his and his goal line. So I think Jack Doyle will take away goal line carries, not because he, obviously Jack Doyle is going to run, but I think Jack Doyle just adds another another receiver in the red zone for them to pass to. Between Hilton, Moncrief, Doyle, Philip Dorsett maybe if he sees the field, I, all those guys I think are going to have better chances at getting those red zone touchdowns than he does. That wraps up the running back section of this podcast. Um, what QB do you want to start with? You want to start with uh, your boy? Yeah, I'm going to start with my boy. All right, we're going to start with Tyrod Taylor. Super QB. Obviously, you guys don't know who Brett is yet, but you will come to find out this man is Tyrod's biggest fan. That's you my boy. Talk about him. All right, you know, he's the biggest sleeper QB. We, he doesn't necessarily come to mind. We think about elite QBs. This is the eighth best fantasy QB last season. You know, he gets a ton of rushing yards. He's under a new coach, you know, and Sammy Watkins, as of right now, is healthy. I mean, Rex Ryan was an idiot. Like, let's get that. Very good point. He wanted to run the ball too much. I'm a big fan of LaShawn, but Tyrod is a very competent quarterback. He's not going to be the greatest in the league, but he's definitely middle of the pack. There's so many more things that they could do with Tyrod, and I expect to see that this year with a new quarter or with a new uh, head coach. Yeah, I, I think Tyrod. I mean, in terms of fantasy, is better than he actually is on the field. But even outside of fantasy, he's a good dual threat quarterback. I think you can make the comparison that he's a he's a poor man's Russell Wilson. He gets his points on the ground. He's gonna get his passing yards. Sammy Watkins is back. I think. I think he's almost the same QB as Russell Wilson with a little less of an arm. Yeah, I, I think he's faster and more athletic. But I, I would agree, yeah, it doesn't have quite the arm of Wilson. But I, I think he's more of a runner than Wilson is. I know Wilson I th- I think lot, you could but... say he's in a better offense than Wilson this year. He's got a better O-line, betting running back. I bet you I Sammy Watkins is better than Doug Baldwin. He's in yeah, a better, I, oh, he's in a better offense than the Seahawks. That. I think Tyrod is going to be a great pick this year. Um, with the addition of Zay Jones, the they were looking for a wide receiver to go opposite of Sammy Watkins, and I think Zay Jones is a big receiver that is going to be great. If you're in a dynasty league and you're sitting at the back half of your draft looking for people, pick up Zay Jones. He's the second wide receiver in that offense. They're going to throw the ball. It's going to move the ball. They were the sixth best offense in terms of points last year, and everyone is still sleeping on the Bills. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I I just think they're not that typical team you think of as a great team. You know, you don't think of Tyrod as a elite quarterback, a good quarterback. And I think, you know, 
yeah, okay, Tyrod's no, you know, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, but I do think that that team and that offense, that quarterback, do fall in a, the top half of the league, you exactly. know, easily. And exactly. I wouldn't be surprised if the Bills make the playoffs this year as a wild card team. You know, I really do like the Bills. Adding to the Tyrod weapons, Sammy Watkins has been reported to be in the best shape of his life, given how much weight you give into that, because everyone says that. Ty Montgomery's <laughs> in the best shape of his life, blah, blah, blah. But if Sammy Watkins can stay on the field, Tyrod is going to be, he's going to be good. I say at the end of the year, he's top eight. Oh, yeah, I, I think so, Again, too. Yeah. I, he's almost free in 10-team leagues. People people are sleeping on Tyrod. They're taking David Carr, David Carr, Derek Carr before him. <laughs> They're taking Cam Newton. I, I would take Tyrod before both of them. I'd take him before Definitely take him Ben before Roethlisberger. I'd take him, I would take him before Mariota, but not before Winston. I I don't know if I'm going to agree with you on that. I, I think it's really close between those three quarterbacks to begin with. Yep. You know, I, I think Mariota had a few weeks last year where he really proved what he could show. Do you want to talk about him next? Yeah, we'll talk about Jameis right now. Uh, Jameis Winston has some new additions to the offense. Deshaun Jackson signed with the Buccaneers. What are your thoughts on Jackson? Same thing with Gore, old yeah. as hell. Yeah, like I, I don't think that that makes as much of an impact on that offense. Uh, they did draft that, that big tight end. O.J. Howard out of Alabama. Alabama. I think that makes a bigger impact. That's going to be huge. I still think Cameron Brait is a starting tight end, but if they can work in O.J. Howard in two tight end sets, he, I feel like every time he caught the ball at Alabama, it was a touchdown in a big game. Yeah. It was ridiculous. Also, I think Deshaun Jackson opens up the field. Just have that man run streaks all day. Get Mike Evans the ball. I say you just just use him as a decoy. I don't even care. Mike Evans all day. I think the running back situation is pretty interesting. Uh, Doug Martin is suspended for the first four games this year. Uh, Jaquiz Rogers is looking to be the starting running back. Jaquiz did well last year. Yeah, he's not bad. Was it that Carolina game? He had 30 carries in the first half for like 160 yards. And I, I think a lot of his other uh, years in his career where he's been used as a fantasy running back, people haven't thought of him as all that good. He was also in a running back by committee True. team, you know. When he's playing with Detroit and they have, like, three other guys that are handing off the ball, it's hard to have good, consistent fantasy numbers. Do you, do you think when Doug Martin comes back from his four-game suspension that he reclaims a starting job from Jaquiz, or do you think Jaquiz will get it and he'll run with it? Or That's do, a tough one. Do you, do you envision I think a three-man carries kind of more? You know, do you envision I, a three-man committee between Charles Sims, uh, Martin, and Jaquiz? I I don't know. I I can't say right now. I mean, I I think there is just off the field issues with Martin, and I think Martin. I think his career has kind of been marked with inconsistency. One minute he's a Pro Bowl running back, the next minute he's. Shit. See, like, I don't know. You're, like, you're not the only. You look at the ADP charts. Doug Martin is right in front of Adrian Peterson. He's about 99. That's two after the Garrett Blunt in rankings, which is ridiculous. Um, if I'm getting a Tampa Bay running back, I'm getting Jaquiz Rogers. Yeah. I'm not spending that 10th round pick to get Doug. I don't believe he's going to retain the job. And if he does, it's going to be a committee. I think if you're going to bet, you're going to get your Jaquiz Rogers. He's going to be the starting running back for at least four weeks. 
I think he's really – he's almost in Terrence West range. I think I'd take West before Jaquiz, but if someone takes West before you, Jaquiz is a very enticing pickup. Enticing for at least that four weeks. You know, I, I don't like any Tampa Bay running back once Baldwin's back, yeah. you know, cause, just because you don't know what's going to happen. Doug, Ma- Doug Martin, not Baldwin? Did I say Doug Baldwin? Yeah. Doug Martin, excuse me. There you go. <laughs> but, uh, you know, because you don't know, let's say, you know, Jaquiz plays not so great. Well, then, you know, Doug Baldwin's still going to be getting carries and Jaquiz, you know, like, I, I don't want to make a gamble on any Tampa Bay running back this early. Well, we should get back to Jameis Winston, but that just shows you how much <laughs> there's so much going on in that offense. I think between OJ Howard, Deshaun Jackson, Mike Mike Evans was the number one wide receiver in standard fantasy last year, and I bet you he was way ahead in PPR because that man caught everything. I, this Tampa Bay offense is going to be legit. They have a very hard schedule, but I think Jameis is going to get it done. He's going to be huge, top ten quarterback in my opinion. It's it's looking good for Jameis Winston. Bold prediction. Bold. Tampa Bay wins the NFC South. That's I, my prediction. A I'm different, with a different team wins that shitty division every year. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next QB. Which one do you want to take on? Uh, we'll talk about Marcus Mariota. Ooh, this is also one of your guys. I, I like Mariota. I, I think that that offense right now, they're like loaded with receivers. They're everywhere. I mean, pass catchers actually, yeah. like <laughs> not even just receivers. Yeah, pass catchers. Delaney Walker is arguably. I mean, you'd say Gronk is the best tight end, but Delaney Walker number two maybe. But let's I take mean. let's take a look at the Titans' offense. Okay, your wide receivers go Eric Decker, Corey Davis, which they spend the number five pick in fantasy. You're not you're not spending the fifth pick on that guy if you don't believe he's going to be huge. Um, Rashard Matthews, Tajay Sharp, Delaney Walker. Okay, that doesn't sound very enticing at first to hear Tajay Sharp, but he's on the he's on the pup list. He's not going to play. I think Eric Deckard, Corey Davis, and Delaney Walker with Rashard Matthews, that's a great offense. And your running backs, you're set for the next 15 years. Yeah, you got you got DeMarco Murray. You've got Derrick Henry. This offense is going to move the ball. They're going to be efficient. And that defense is no joke either. They're going to be a good team. The Mariota and the Titans are going to put up a lot of points. It's going to be a big year for Mariota. I don't I don't want to put a number on his cap or his floor, but just know Mariota, he's going to be big. Yeah, I I really like Mariota. I think that, you know, even with the running back, so Marco Murray likes to catch the football too. You know, he could be used yeah. as a dual threat running back, you know, and I, I think people kind of forget that a little bit. People kind of forget about the Titans just because they're in Tennessee and who cares. I, I, I think another... You know, team as a whole could be a sleeper playoff team. I really like Mariota. I think he, you know, easily could be a top 10 QB this year. Well, when you look at Mariota's schedule, they're playing the Colts twice a year. They're playing the Texans twice a year. They're playing the Jags twice a year. Weak division. Yeah. Oh, is, is the, are the defenses weak, though? Besides the Colts? The Colts I think, are bad. I well, mean, yeah, the Colts are awful. Okay. <laughs> a, but the yeah. Texans and I think the Jaguars' defense, they're going to be way too good. Given they're young, so give them time. But in two years, that defense is going to be crazy. And I know everyone probably just laughed at that because, like, ooh, the Jaguars. They're, they're loading up. They've been bad to the point where they've been they've been getting picks. The, the problem with the Jaguars, though, is their defense is always going to be on the field. Blake Bortles. Yeah, yeah, Blake Bortles. That, that's the exact problem. God. They need to just sign freaking Brian Hoyer and then fucking let him rip. Sign Kaepernick. 
It's on Johnny Football. Like, <laughs> Tim Tebow, who gives a shit? Like, Tim Tebow's <laughs> hitting fucking yaks in the MLB. What are you doing? MILB, I'm sorry for all the oh, big man. MLB fans out there. All right, this is one where we didn't really want to talk about it, but if we didn't talk about it, people would probably be like, what the hell? But Jay Smoking Cutler. Do we really have to say anything about this? I just, I think Jay Cutler kind of always has this look in his face like, I want to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> you see him in the press conference today and he just like, he just looks like he's like, I don't even want to be in Miami. Like, who doesn't <laughs> want to be in Miami? Like, he just like, he's going to make like $10 million to play one more year to throw interceptions. You'll, you'll like, figure this out through the podcast, but I'm a Vikings fan. Brett's a Packers fan. We've seen Jay Cutler a ton. The dude's terrible. ass. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, I think there are worse QBs in the league right now. But I still, like, like how is he better than Colin Kaepernick? How is he better than Matt Moore? Yeah, that's a very good <laughs> point. Matt Moore, I stepped in. And I'll be honest, like, Matt Moore, I can't hold my boy, but... Dude, that game he stepped Matt in and Moore got absolutely been... fucked. Yeah. Dude, he got destroyed. He, he's durable, if nothing else. <laughs> Yeah, he's like an internet meme for a while. You know, that's that's something. that Add that to the resume. Like, what have you done, Jay Cutler? <laughs> Throwing interceptions for 12 years? Like, Well, I mean, he, <laughs> Matt Schaub still beats him in pick sixes, but it's goddamn <laughs> close. Yeah. Uh, you know, unless you're in a 2QB league uh, that has like 12 teams, don't roster Jay Cutler. He's just going to make you want to kill yourself like he wants to kill himself i i don't know he was better he he would he would have been better to stay in chicago or retired it is worth noting that they did say his best year of his career was with adam gase yeah it was uh but i i I could be wrong here he missed the whole training camp i i heard it was like he threw like 24 touchdowns 11 interceptions it was like i don't know is that great you know like i mean it's good but i think it's better than Tannehill. Tannehill is awful in my opinion Tannehill just like throws little. He's you know, Adam Smith, under Alex Smith V two. But that's what they said Cutler did under Gase. Now Cutler's got a great arm, not a whole lot of accuracy. I think Devontae you know, Parker and Jay Cutler might actually go off. I know I said I hated Parker earlier, but Jarvis Landry's not taking that role. I think if they send Parker down the field, he might actually have decent value. He's worth a flyer. I'm not going to take him anywhere near the first seven rounds of the draft, but a flyer towards the end. I'm I'm down for some Parker. Not drafting yeah. Cutler. Yeah, I don't think he's bad. I think Landry's overhyped every year. What's this do for Ajay? I I don't know if it changes a whole lot. I don't know. I, I think it if anything, it hurts him a little bit. I think this offense is gonna be bad. Their defense is alright. Yeah, and it kinda sucks to see this happen to a team. I know we're kinda, you know, talking about Tannehill not being the best. Oh, but I, I don't feel I, bad. I I just think that they went from being, you know, they made the playoffs last year. They're looking to improve. I mean, they're not going to bridge a, a gap between the Patriots, but I... I'm a Vikings fan. Bridgewater went down, and we had to go get Sam Bradford. <laughs> I don't feel bad at all. I just think they lose that consistency. They lose the leader in the locker room, you know. They have Tannehill's your Jay leader. Cutler coming. Yeah, but Jay Cutler, like... Ndamukong Sue is the leader. Otherwise, he'd kill them all. <laughs> I think Nadamakin Sue should just like step on Jay Cutler during practice, you know. I wish step he would, on his leg. I wish he would have got Aaron Rodgers a little harder, but uh do we have any more quarterbacks we want to mention today? Anyone that you're looking forward to? Uh, I, I think I have one I'd like to talk about, and it's Derek Carr. He's going way too early in drafts. Like, he's a good real life quarterback, fantasy quarterback, I don't know. 
I like Kyle. I think he's going to do even better than last year. Well, let, let's rank the quarterbacks that we have real quick. Go back up to your quarterbacks and let's put them in order. We got Winston, we got Mariota, Tyrod, Derek Carr, and Jay Cutler. Where do you go? I, I'm going to start with Jameis. I want, I'm going to go Jameis at one, Tyrod two, Mariota three. What does that leave me with? Just Jay Cutler? I don't even want to put him on the list. Jay Cutler and uh, Derek Carr. Oh, Derek Carr is my four. Jay Cutler can die. He's not getting, He's not going <laughs> not, on any of my Not losses. even making it in the list. He's not making it in the list. Yeah. Fuck Jay Cutler. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, you know, I... It's tough. Like, I feel like those are four quarterbacks that are pretty even. I'm going to disagree with you, though. I, I still think Carr is the best option of those. I, I think he's the best real-life I think, quarterback. I think he's going to go early. You know, I'm more for drafting quarterbacks late. You know, Oh, I'm drafting all of my quarterbacks. So, I think Unless Rodgers is there in the fifth round. <laughs> yeah, I think Carr in most leagues is, is going to be gone. So, I, I'm going to rank Carr one and then, like, a three-way tie between... Taylor, Winston, and Mariota. So, I mean, ba- I like so basically, you're just going to take whoever's left. Yeah. Like, I people mean, are going to take their quarterbacks, and you're just going to get them. It's like a three-way tie. If I had to take them, I'd go maybe Winston, Mariota, then Tyrod. Yeah, yeah. Would be, you know, but I, I think they're so close that either of those three are a solid option. Yes. Uh, we're just going to mention a few wide receivers today. Uh, we're going to mention Josh Doxson got injured in practice yesterday. That uh, was a hamstring injury. Um, he got up and walked off the field, but for that Redskins offense opposite of Terrell Pryor, do you think that does anything for Kirk Cousins and the Redskins? No, no. I, I, I think it hurts losing your number two wide receiver in an offense that passes a ton. Yeah, but they still have uh, Jordan Reed. He's hurt twenty four seven. They got uh, Jameson uh, Crowder. Crowder, yeah, they do. But I, I'm, I'm I think not, he's a good receiver. I'm not high on Crowder. I don't know. You know, I think I think I think all of those touchdowns that he got last year, he's bound for regression, especially with the addition of Terrell Pryor. He's way better than Deshaun Jackson, yeah. which left. I think they upgraded, in my opinion. Let's talk about Terrell Pryor. Like, I, I want to. Josh Doxson Doxson is going to be great in Dynasty. Um, I'm definitely looking for him in Dynasty in a non-Dynasty standard. Um, another flyer. He could have a big year, but the real Redskins wide receiver we're looking at is TP Sr., Terrell Pryor himself, the quarterback that turned wide receiver. Where do you have him this year? Um, I have him ranked about like 35th in terms of quarterbacks, just in case you know he has to step in a little bit. You know, oh, in, in quarterback. So you, you, think, you think in case Kirk Cousins go down, he's going to be legit? Yeah, yeah. How many touchdown passes are you throwing this year? Uh, he's going to throw one, but he's also going to throw like a two-point conversion. for. All right. Remember that, guys. TP's throwing a touchdown pass this year. But I do think, you know, he could be – he's going to be number one, number two receiver in Washington no matter what. I think he's really good. I mean, think, think about what this did do for the Browns offense. Like, the Browns True. suck, and he just had like a career year last year. Okay, over, under, top 15 wide receiver. I, th- I think he's top 15 easy. Same. I do. I do. Um. You want to talk about Larry Fitz or Michael Crabtree? You know, I have a whole lot to say about Larry Fitzgerald. Like, These are some stats that people need to look at. Larry Fitzgerald led the league in receptions last year. That's ridiculous. He led the league in, in receptions. Um, he's going to play another year. I don't see Larry Fitz going out there and not being Larry Fitz. 
Because as soon as he's not Larry Fitz, I feel like he's going to retire. But as long as he is Larry Fitz, give me some Larry Fitz. I mean, I just think he's old. I think, like, he's I think... eventually going to hit that wall if he's just not that good anymore. And whether or not it's this season, I can't tell you that. Larry Fitz I... is going in the round the sixth round. I'm a Larry Fitz hater. I'm not going to lie. Like, you know, I've seen him in the Packers uh, oh. playoff game a couple of like 75 yard pass like that was beautiful like so I I'm a little biased about Larry Fitzgerald like I I want to say he's good even though he's like maybe one of the greatest receivers like in my lifetime I've watched so <laughs> but coming from a guy that's not a Larry Fitz hater if he's there in the sixth or seventh round he's not a bad pick if you're looking for receivers if you went very heavy running backs in the start he's he's a very high upside receiver. He he's the big guy there. Uh, John Brown's not going to get any of those touchdowns. He's not big unless he goes for forty yards and gets it. Uh, JJ Nelson's not going to get any. Their tight end is whoever the hell their tight end is. Who cares? <laughs> Larry Fitz is the passing option in in that offense, and with David Johnson, they're going to move the ball. Their defense is always good. I'm t- give me the number one receiver in Arizona. That's all I'm going to say. Michael Crabtree. Goat. Don't give me no sorry receiver. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I like Crabtree. I mean, I, I like Derek Carr. I like that Raiders offense. I think they're going to do big things this year. You know, maybe even better than last year. I'm telling you, that's just a team that's going up, you know. I, Great I think, offensive line. I, I think Great defense. You see so many teams in the NFL where they have maybe have, like, a playoff season and they suck the next year, like, I, I think the Raiders aren't that team. I think they're built. They they a were a time. Super Bowl contender before Carr broke his leg. Yeah, like they were actually there, and people were like, they they thought they could go all the way. They were hot at the right time. I just think Michael Crabtree, he's not there to get you reception yards. He's there to get you those touchdowns. Yeah, he's a big touchdown guy. Amari Cooper is going to get the receiving yards, but there's one thing to note: Michael Crabtree has finished in front of Amari Cooper the last two years. And Mari, Amari Cooper's got to be ranked better than him. Amari Cooper's number 19. Him, so. And out of all players, he's 19. Crabtree's sitting around 39. I, give me some Crabtree. I, Amari's going to get his, his touches and his receptions, but Crabtree's a touchdown guy. He's going to stay there. He's going to go up and get him. Give me some Crabtree. Uh, we're gonna, you want to take Tyrell Williams or should I? You you take him. <laughs> All right, Tyrell Williams, San or Los Angeles Chargers. Or, oh, yep, yep. No. Los, is it Los Angeles? Yeah, they they've fucking retired. moved. They're playing in a soccer stadium next year, so that's stupid. Anyway, <laughs> Philip Rivers is the epitome of consistency. The man gets it done with whoever. Yeah, he gets it gets it done with his wife, man. They got a lot of kids. They got like a whole baseball team back there. <laughs> They're gonna have their own offensive line. Yeah. Uh. Tyrell Williams is going to be the number two receiver. Mike Williams, the guy that drafted last year, he's out for eight weeks. He's going to be on IR for a while. Keenan Allen's back, but off another knee injury. I think Tyrell Williams could be the dove receiver to own. And he's going really, really late. 140, it looks like. I, not ADP in terms of in ranking, so you'd have to dig a little bit for him, but... I, I like Terrell Williams. He was good last year. There was times where he was getting 14 points a week. He's a guy I'd target late. If I need a receiver, I'm going to I'm gonna hit up Tyrell Williams. Do you have anything to say on this, man? Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Like, I mean, 
you know, I, I think the It's only, a good offense. Yeah, and I, I think the only other people, you know, he's battling with, you said, you mentioned Keenan Allen. Hunter Henry. Yeah, Hunter Henry would be the guy. But and, he's a tight end. Yeah, and I'm not, you know, I'm not going to worry about a tight end stealing receptions from this guy. I think Hunter Henry's maybe more of a red zone target. I think Tyrell is more of like... Antonio Gates is one hit away from having a heart attack on the field. <laughs> he He's going to get his one touchdown to break the record, and then we're going to see Hunter Henry the rest of the year. Um, speaking of tight ends, let's hit Hunter Henry right now. Um, like I just said, Gage, he's going to be a non-factor as soon as he breaks that record. Yeah. He, he's, it's Hunter Henry show. He's going to be the tight end there. We all know what Gates did with Rivers. Hunter Henry is going to, he's in that role. I love Hunter Henry. Um, the offense, like we said, Philip Rivers, Melvin Gordon, good defense with, uh, I I don't know. I, I'm I'm really high on Hunter Henry. I, I think he's easy a top ten tight end because there, oh, yeah, there's no tight ends. Yeah, Once you get ends. past the first four, <laughs> it's ridiculous. You got Gronk, Jordan Reed, you got Greg Olson, Delaney, like Travis Kelsey. Jordan maybe, Reed, like, did I say? Travis Kelsey's huge. Uh maybe even um, I like Martellus Bennett. I mean, I, you're a pack. Don't get out of here. <laughs> um, Jimmy Graham's in there. Anything about Hunter Henry you'd like to note besides the lack of receivers really to take away from him? I'm just, I'd just like to know he's a man now. He's, I mean, I, I don't think it's going to be last year where it's like Henry has a few good weeks and then it's like Gates and Henry. And get, like, I think Henry is going to be the tight end. I think, I think in a dynasty, you scoop him up as fast as you can because next year oh, he's going to be a hot commodity. Um, Let's talk Jimmy Graham coming out one year removed from the patella injury. Uh, number four tight end last year. Didn't play actually a lot last year. Still a number four. Uh, Russell Wilson is now hand- healthy. Um, he's not dealing with that nagging leg injury that had him last year. Really brought down the Seahawks offense. Where, where do you have Jimmy Graham? Who do you, who's ahead of Jimmy Graham, in your opinion? Gronk, obviously. Jordan Reed, probably. I, I'd say Gronk, Reed. You got Kelsey at three or Greg Wilson? I, I, I like... Greg Olson, Walker, and I'm probably putting Graham at five. I'm putting Kelsey's at top three uh, tight end. I, I think he Kelsey's, was number one last I, year. If he, okay, he's had five touchdowns each of the last two years. I don't with Jeremy Macklin gone. I don't think he's going to get more than five. I don't think he's capped at five. He's blossom. I think he's going to be ridiculous. I don't know. I I think in that offense right now. I think that the guy you're going to see in Kansas City bloom this year, Tyreek Hill. I think Tyreek Hill's going to suck ass. Like, I don't know. that That's my dude. He's Devin I, Hester V2. You know, I don't necessarily think he's going to steal red zone targets, but... I Tyreek Hill got taken off punting return teams. I, he had, what, three touchdowns off that last year? I don't think he repeats those touchdowns on offense. I don't know. I, I think that he's going to be, like, the dude in terms of receiving in Kansas City. I bet you Andy Reid's dumbass puts fucking Tyreek Hill up. He's going to do the Ty Montgomery. He's going to put him <laughs> in the backfield and just make him go. You know, and, and I don't know, maybe Kelsey. Like, I still think Kelsey will be a good tight end. I just have him at six. Yeah. I, I think Graham's going to have a big year. I know I mentioned uh, Ty Montgomery, but Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams is going to take that role from Ty Montgomery. You heard it here first. He's going to end up at the end of the year having that role. He's actually a running back. 
I'm high on Jamal Williams. I just wanted to fit that in there because I know we didn't talk about it in the running backs. Well, we can talk about it now. We're going to go over the NFC North here. Yeah, this is our. This is where we we thrive. This is our division. So okay. Yeah. I must, we have our first one, okay? Our sleeper players. My boy, Dalvin Cook. Latavius Murray was on the pup list. Dalvin Cook's the running back. Jared McKinnon's going to be a non-factor. Our offensive line, we signed a right tackle. We're healthier. Everyone last year freaking got injured, so we didn't have an O-line. Our receivers are honestly good. Adam Thielen, Laquan, Laquan Treadwell, Diggs. <laughs> Kyle Rudolph is legit. Yeah, Kyle Rudolph, I think, is... He's another... I mean, he's he's not, another... Yeah, he, I think he's top ten. He's not, a, he's not a sleeper, though, because he was the number three tight end in fantasy last year. Yeah. But, yes, Dalvin Cook is going to be huge. He's a... In Dynasty, I'm reaching for Dalvin Cook. I will. Yeah, I, he was ridiculous in college. I think Dalvin Cook's going to be great. I thought that might have been the biggest deal of the NFL draft. What yeah, do you go, like, second, second round. round? Yeah. And you think about the running backs that went ahead of him. I mean, not to. I mean, Fournette and McCaffrey. Fuck be, Christian McCaffrey. Be great running backs in the NFL, but I think you know why take those guys? Why not sit and wait and get Cook later? You know, I, I think the Vikings definitely won. I, I there. I, I'm just. Gonna, I know this has nothing to do with anything, but Christian McCaffrey is getting way overdrafted. He's not going to do shit. You heard it here first. I don't know. I saw him, like, this video of him, like, juking out. Uh, Luke Keekley. Yeah, yeah, like, eight times. Like, that was some crazy shit. I've seen, you, you ever watch Stefan Diggs in practice? Man's got jukes. Uh, Brett, talk about your sleeper player. Uh, Martellus Bennett. Pass. You know, I, I, I do think, like, he's down somewhere in the middle of the tight end rankings. I'm not sure exactly where it's at. I think that this is a big target. I think this is the best tight end. Rodgers has had since, you know, Jermichael Finley, for Christ's sakes. I've, I won't deny that. I mean, I think, you know, like, no offense to Richard Rodgers, you know. He won you guys that Hail Mary game. What was yeah, it? but he's not, like, a big target. You know, he's basically, like, a glorified receiver. Jared Cook won you guys a playoff game against Dallas. Put some respect on Jared Cook. Jer- Jared Cook. He was awful. He, he, he drops too many passes. Fucking like, he, cinder block. he has that ability to be that player. I, I think Martellus Bennett's going to be a huge red zone target. Huge red zone target. I think Jordy's the man. I I mean I like Jordy. I like Devontae. I'm pretty sure every pass Aaron like Rodgers throws this year is gonna be to Jordy Nelson and no one else. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh I'll take this one. This this is a guy where in the Bears offense, he's arguably another guy that's the only pass catcher. Cameron Meredith. Okay? Meredith was he was decent last year. Yeah. Uh, he showed up. He put up decent numbers. Um, big target. Big, big target. Big dude. Um, Zach Miller's gone. Um, Alshon Jeffrey left town, went to the Eagles. Cameron Meredith is the only guy to throw to besides Kevin White. But even Kevin White doesn't believe in Kevin White. <laughs> <laughs> What's worth noting with Meredith, too. Uh, he's young. Well, he's an FCS guy. That's Illinois our, State. That's our dude, then. Yeah, I mean, that's... That's another dude. Like, I mean, he even <laughs> plays for the Bears. Like, I hate the Bears, but, man, that's... Oh, if he's from the FCS, he's a top five wide receiver in fantasy this year. <laughs> <laughs> all right. This one's you. All you, Packer. Jamal Williams. We mentioned him. As my bad. I mentioned him a little early, but that's how much we believe he's going to take that job. And, you know, you, you saw, you know, Ty Montgomery. I mean, he could fill in that role of running back, but he's not going to be the dude. He can't do it. We all were watching those games last year and we're like, imagine what this Packers offense could do with an actual running back. 
I mean, I, I think, you know, Montgomery's a great offensive weapon, but I just think at the NFL level, he's not durable, big enough to play running back. Not big fans of Ty Montgomery. He's going, uh, he's ranked 51 in the, uh, the over everybody rankings. I, I'm not taking Ty Montgomery in the fifth round. No, that, I, th- that'd be early fifth. I, I don't like Ty Montgomery. Because okay. of Jamal Williams, and I mean, you look at they add Martellus Bennett in the receiving game, but you also have Cobb, okay. Adams, and Nelson. Let's talk about this then, okay? We're gonna talk fifth round running backs that you'll be able to find in the fifth round. You have Ty Montgomery, Dalvin Cook, Frank Gore, and Joe Mixon. Which running back are you taking in the fifth round? There, I take it Dalvin Cook or Frank Gore. I I think I'm taking Frank Gore just because. That's, that's a for sure thing, yeah. I, see, you I'd know. rather take the young gun other than the old fuck. I think those other guys are going to play, but you don't know when. In the fifth he, in the fifth round. I think they're a wave wire pickup later in Joe year. Mixon could be a top five running back in fantasy when this year's over. The Bengals running back was huge coming out of the draft. He was an absolute steal. I think he's the only guy that push, pushes for Dalvin Cook's best pick. You know what I mean? I just... Uh, off the field issues. You know, That's the he, only thing holding him back. If Mixon stays on the field, he's taking that job from Jeremy Hill and Geo. It's going to happen. He's going to be huge. Just the risk of him, you taking him and him not playing. I, I'm taking Dalvin Cook, Frank Gore, Joe Mixon, uh, Ty Montgomery. You agree with that? Or do you want to go up a little bit? I want Gore up a little bit. I, I think... I, 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 I'm not going to disagree. I think Gore is pretty good. Uh, you had another... Sleeper oh. player from the NFC Ooh. North. Vikings, baby. Not not really a fantasy player, but just, you know, just someone football. We, we want, as a fan of the Vikings, I want his name to be known. Daniil Hunter, right end Vikings. Okay? 18 and a half sacks last year. And no one knows who the hell he is. He wasn't even, like, starting. Yeah. <laughs> like, he just he just came like, in behind Everson Griffin, and he fucking ate. Came in behind, like, Robeson or Rob, whatever. Yeah, dude. (laughs) Daniil Hunter is ridiculous, and he's going to break the sack record before Von Miller does. That's bold. It's really bold, but Daniil Hunter's that good. I think he's going to have another year pretty similar to what he had last year. I mean, like, I'm not going to, you know, go break the seal in here and say this dude's going to get, like, 25 sacks, you know, but I I think he's going to have another incredible, great Pro Bowl season. He didn't even play half the year, and he was he had eighteen and a half. That's ridiculous. Given he probably was a change of pace. Yeah, yeah. Like you could make that argument that he wasn't going against the guys when they were not winded. Just Daniel Hunter, look out for him. Pro Bowl this year. All right, breakout year. These are. I'll take Jordan Howard. Let's talk about him. Like we said earlier, Jordan Howard is our guy in fantasy this year. I I'm telling you. With seven 100-yard rushing performances as a rookie last year and didn't start till week four, he's he's going to have another breakout year. I think it's going to be David Johnson-esque when he broke out that second year. I, I'm i telling you, Jordan Howard, he's worth his ADP. I, after LaShawn McCoy, I think I would reach for Howard. You know, I, I, I wouldn't say David Johnson. Like, well, because, David Johnson was not the greatest his second year. He was good. But... Right, but I don't think I'm ever going to expect Howard to blow up to what David Johnson was at least last year. The offense does need to get better, though. Yeah, because the offense around him is... Oh, no, I'm not saying Howard will do Johnson last year. Oh, that's. 
But yeah, I, I'm big on Howard. I like him. I mean, we already kind of talked about him. I, yeah, we'll, we'll leave it be. Yeah. Howard's going to ball. He's going to be great. And if he doesn't, Bears fucking suck. <laughs> Whatever. Adam Thielen. There you go, Brad. I know I'm the Viking fan, but he's your guy, apparently. Well, you know, he's a he's not even an FCS guy. He's a Division II guy. That's lit. I mean, that's a lot of... That's a lot of hustle, grit, intensity. I, yep, the the typical white guy. He's got grit. You he's know, a he's playmaker. A, he's, he's a you know, big he's a, spark plug. He's a game manager. <laughs> That's quarterbacks. But, like he's <laughs> he, he can play quarterback. You know, but I mean Adam Thielen. You know, we, we kind of saw him. You know, Minnesotans have always known him because he's from Detroit Lakes. You yep. know, but. I mean, outside of Minnesota, like, last year was kind of like the year where people kind of heard his name a little bit. He had some pretty good fantasy names, Whoa. some waiver wire pick up a little bit. I, I think he's going to be, you know, him and Treadwell, I think, are going to be the receivers in Minnesota next year. I think that Adam Thielen was not known because everyone thinks the Vikings are going to run the ball. Yeah, but Sam one. Bradford, he's competent. As much, he just got destroyed last year because our offensive line was so bad. I'm thinking that we're going to pass the ball more. Delv- it's going to open up lanes for Dalvin Cook. I, I think Adam Thielen is a good bet to be a wide receiver three. Anything higher than that, I feel like would be a little. I don't know. I don't think. I don't think he breaks out into the wide receiver two category. Yeah, I, I would agree with that a little bit. I, I, I think he, you know. Good flex option. Flex. I, yeah, I could I could take flex, but you, you're going to have to catch him on those weeks where he goes off. Yeah, I, and Whenever I, he plays the Bears, play him. Another thing, <laughs> another thing with Thielen, too, is like this dude's probably not even going to get drafted. True. He's probably so going to be free. Pick him up, yeah. You know, you have some guy get injured. Okay, the overhyped people we kind of already talked about, but Stefan Diggs, Tom Montgomery, and Kevin White. Um. Stefan Diggs, like we said, it's Thielen's, it's Thielen's place. That's where yeah. he's going to get the targets. Diggs will get his, but he's overhyped. He's getting Re- drafted way too high. Remember last year, like he had that big game against Green Bay, and everyone rushed to get the first claim on the waiver wire. It's like and... he's, he's playing against like Demarius Randall at like corner. Yeah, dude, the Packers corners. <laughs> like, oh man, dude, no, I'm just I'm five foot freaking eleven, and I can play better D than that guy. Okay, uh, easy. Ty Montgomery, Jamal Williams. That's all we have to say. <laughs> uh, Kevin White. There's re- he didn't play last year. There's reports saying that Kevin White doesn't even believe in Kevin White. Like we said, I just don't Good. give me a guy that doesn't even believe in himself. I, like, I I don't even think he matches the size and athleticism of Cameron Meredith. Cameron Meredith is a dude. Like I mean, and. QB situation. I think we'd all... I'm not going to deny that I'd like to see Kevin White come out and ball a little bit. If it's not against the Vikings, he can fuck the Packers. But... Okay. Kevin, he's overhyped. I'm not taking... Unless he's free. Like, after the draft, and I'm like, "Ah, maybe week two I'll pick him up, but no. No Kevin White for me. Um, Let's get into some baseball talk. What's the biggest thing in baseball right now? What, What do you got going? Uh... The Dodgers. The Dodgers. <laughs> Cody Bellinger, man. That's all you need to know. I mean, you know, it's, it seems like, you know, Judge is in his slump or some shit. I don't know. I, I don't give a shit about Aaron Judge. The Los Angeles Dodgers. They're they've, hot. They've won the, we've won 44 out of the last, what would that be? 
51. 51 games. 44 out of the last 51 games. They, I'm telling you, they got the rookie of the year in Cody Bellinger. He's pushing for the MVP. Yeah. I, like, he actually is. I think National League MVP is him. I, I think, or his I think, teammate. Yeah, I think they'll give the MVP to Justin Turner, and they will give the rookie of the year to Cody, Cody Bellinger. I don't even think it's a question. MVP is a question. But the rookie of the year, I don't think it's even close. Yeah, and listen, I, I think this Dodger team, you would think about from this perspective too. They've been going on this one streak. Kershaw's out. Kershaw is out for and there's four still, weeks. How many teams, you know, go 44 and 7? Well, Kershaw just got hurt. Right, but they can but they, still, they're still hot. They You're just right. continue to win with their ace out. Well, yeah, like, they had that that Asian Ryu last night. One hitter through seven. They go in, they send in that lefty they just traded for, and then they send in uh, that Jansen guy. What's his yeah, first name? Uh, Kenley. Kenley Jansen. Pitch. There was a one hitter at the end of the game. You're not going to win a game getting one hit against the Dodgers. No. Great well, team. And not to mention it was the Mets, you know, and they're kind of. They're booty cheeks. You're like, not supposed to say that. We're trying to make the Dodgers <laughs> sound amazing. Um, yeah, sp- fucking a. Everywhere we go, we gotta talk about Aaron Judge and the Yankees. But they made moves. They they traded for Sonny Gray from the Athletics. Our Twins traded for Jaime Garcia and then traded him to the Yankees. That's cool, I guess. And then the Yankees acquired Todd Frazier from the White Sox. Fuck the Yankees. Next one. Uh, Bartolo. Bartolo, Bartolo is back, baby. He's <laughs> Bart- back. Bartolo pitched a complete game the other night. Was it against the Rangers? Oh, yeah, yeah. Bartolo's back, and he's sexy as ever. How many Viagras do you think he took before that game? Three. I saw the chub. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, okay, so so now we have, a, we have a little segment we like to call a... Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Is that LeVar Ball? Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a quote from LeVar Ball. Uh, not saying we support LeVar Ball, although that is my boy. Uh, stay in your lane. You have any special stay in your lanes? Nah, man, you should do yours. Do yours. All right, so so my first stay in your lane. I'm I'm gonna drift off a little bit from sports here. Chris Pratt. You hear about Chris <laughs> Pratt? No, I didn't. Uh, so I think it was last night. Chris Pratt and Anna Faris. Anna Faris, I don't know the one chick that's in like yeah, who gives a shit? House Bunny, scary movies. Yeah, is she hot? And she she's she's pretty hot, you know. All right, well, shit. And uh, they, you know, they announced their separation, but it it's just one of those things. It's like I don't I don't feel bad for Chris Pratt. Be fat. Be fat. Be yeah, fat. And be funny. fat. That's that's all we want. Stop taking these serious roles in movies. Stop you know just being serious. If you just, hear this, go on Twitter and do hashtag Fat Chris Pratt, please. Like just just I want Chris Pratt back. All right, we'll do mine. Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler, just stay the fuck out of football. Just stop football. You should have been a go join Tony Romo. You guys can have gay butt sex. Just stop playing football. You're That's ass. So excessive. You, you you a Tony Romo fan? I I mean I'm, a, I'm I like Romo, but you know I hated Romo, but I I really think Romo like should keep playing football. Like he's good enough to play somewhere. All right. Last Daniel Lane, Colin Kaepernick. How he hasn't been signed by a team yet? I don't know, but I I don't even, I don't even think he should join an NFL team. Just Stick to controversial topics. Don't even work out. Canadian you know. Football League. He'd be a goat. I, I don't know. I, I don't know if they let him in Canada, you know? 
<laughs> he's wearing that Fidel Castro shirt. They're like, you ain't getting on this plane. Please cut your hair. Fuck out of here, you know? <laughs> All right, let's talk some Tim Tebow. It's Tebow time. This section is probably not going to make it to every podcast, but we're going to have it in for the now. It's going to be called Tebow time. Yeah, on uh, Sunday, Tebow went uh, 0 for 4 with one strikeout. So That's I pretty mean, good. It's, it's That's, not good. That's good for Tebow. Season average in advance, a currently's bang 262. Better than fucking Brian Dozier. I mean... Like, you could say this shit about Tebow. I mean, like, obviously he's not as good as, like, guys in, like, the major leagues. But, I mean, he's not as bad as people make him out to be. I mean, think about this. He hasn't played the sport for, like, 12 years or some shit. And he's just like, oh, I think I'm just going to fucking play baseball. I mean, Jordan did it. Yeah, Jordan wasn't bad either. Like, they said, like, <laughs> I think when Jordan went back to the NBA or some shit, they were like, yeah, man. Like, he was, he could have been, like, called up to the majors soon. Like, he was just balling. You know? I bet you Tebow does make the majors at some point. I think just because, like, the Mets... Because he's desperate. Tebow. Yeah. It's and the Mets fucking suck. Bold prediction. Knicks going to sign Tebow. The Knicks? Yeah, the Knicks. They get the next James Harden with the left? <laughs> I, just, you know, they're going to trade, like, Kristaps or some dumb shit. You yeah, know, Kristaps gonna... is going to go fucking hit yaks for the Mets. <laughs> <laughs> he make, like, a trade. Which, yeah, that'd be fucking wild, man. Ooh... All right, it's it's top five time. Top five. This this is a segment uh we call top five. Basically, we just we rank top five of just random shit. Uh, today happens to be top five rap albums. Uh, Kyle, do you like to go first? Uh, is my list on here? Let's take a look to see if my list's on here. I want to make sure it's it's correct. I don't want to leave any bangers out. Okay, at number five on my list, it's Graduation by Kanye. I I bump that album religiously. It's just it's just hype music, you know what I mean? Like it's good music. Uh for the Eminem show. Obviously Eminem. I, I had to have some tribute to Eminem in here. Right, right. Like, yeah. Good kid Mad City, Kendrick Lamar. If, if that's not in your top five, I'm worried about you. So if I look at yours and you don't have good kid Mad City, I don't know. Uh two, I got Illmatic, Nas. You don't even have to say anything, everyone knows. One, I got the Chronic. Just because, you know, mine was kind of like the influential, like what it did for rap a little bit. Like I kind of picked some ones that kind of changed the game a little bit. I think I think that's a good top five. Uh, yeah, mine, my, my, uh, my number five, also a Kanye album, except I'm going to disagree on Graduation. Graduation is a good album. My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. That's a good album. That's the best Kanye album by far. Can it's just, just, it's just, a masterpiece all the way let's through. Let's just take a moment for if you can hear that dog barking. I'm just going to go kill it. I'll be back. <laughs> uh, number four, <laughs> we both had Eminem show at four. No, it's I mean, you have to have something with Eminem. Well, it's the best Eminem yeah. album, I think. You know. Uh, number three, All Eyes on Me, Tupac. All Eyes on Me. I mean, I, I, I'm a big Tupac guy. I mean, if I had to Yo, pick... Two, Tupac. Two, Tupac, <laughs> yeah. If I, if I had to pick between Tupac and Biggie Smalls... And, and Lil Pump. Yeah, Lil Pump. Oh, well, it's Lil Pump, but... I. I'm picking Tupac, you know. Let's, let's start beef up again, you no, know. No, Juicy! <laughs> uh, number two, 2014 Forest Hills Drive. Yeah, you're a Cole fan. Whatever. Love. Love that album. And uh, number one, Illmatic. It, yeah. It's 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 like rap's Bible. Like, it is. Like, I feel like most kids that are like 18 years old, like, don't listen to that, but... It's gotta be there. Yeah, it's, it's gotta be there. Let's get into some music recommendations. This was you. This has nothing to do with me. Oh, yeah, you're not listening. 
anything popping right now? Like, you know, I wasn't new music, old music. I like, wasn't prepared for this, but if I, I might tell you to hop on. What should I tell people to listen to? And I listen to everything, man. I just turn on your phone and turn it to a radio station and bump, man. That's all I gotta say. Oh yeah, I, new G Easy came out. He's got some songs. Wave, nothing wrong. Just friends, get a bag. The I mean, hell? they're they're not they're not the worst songs in the world. They're not like the best, but like G Easy, man. He's he's releasing music. Got yeah, a new I'm, album I'm, coming out this fall. I'm a G Easy fan, you know. But I don't know. Look it up. Apple Music, Spotify, whatever you do. YouTube, anything. All right, let's get into the next thing. We're going to go, in case you missed it, it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Putin uh, takes off his shirt on vacation in Siberia. Um, not that you needed to know that. I, yeah, did, thanks, I, Brett. See, what what I wonder is, first of all, like, is Siberia like a vacation spot? Like, I know it's still in Russia. Yeah. And maybe like Putin just doesn't like to leave Russia, but like... Isn't it cold as fuck? Well, like, it's the summertime. I yeah, mean, but so it's, it's pro- it's... I imagine it's kind of like Alaska. But All right. But, I mean, you know, he's, like, swimming in the water and shit, and he's just got his shirt off, and it's like, like, why is there video of this? You know, I feel like it's a pretty remote place. Like, I feel like Putin wanted video right. of we're not, shirtless. We're not hyping up Putin anymore. Uh, we're going to go with Celebrity <laughs> Tweet of the Day. This is a, this is a segment where we're going to go back look at tweets from people's past, and we're just going to find some funny-ass tweets. Uh, 50 Cent has had some bangers in his period, in his time. Uh, we're going to give Brett a second here to look up the tweet, because obviously we're unprepared. But Oh, oh no, no, we have the tweet here. Uh, you, want, you want me to say it? Yes, I want you to say it. I can't believe. It's, it says believe. <laughs> I think it's supposed to be believe. My grandmother's making me take out the garbage. I'm rich. Fuck this. I'm going home. I don't need this shit. <laughs> Tweet, tweeted August 26, 2010 at 1.56 p.m. <laughs> Go find it. Retweet it at 50 cent. It's quality tweet. That, that is a good tweet right there. What, what's the next section you want to get into? Uh, we're we're going to do a little quick uh, Trump checkup, see if Ooh, there's anything. You know, uh, he's big on the Twitter game. Worth noting, you know, since we're talking about tweets, uh, oh, there's another tweet about fake news in North Korea. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, it's pretty basic. I, I'm not going to get too big on it because, you know, we're not going to talk politics here. But, uh, you know, it's just every once in a while you want to We're going to check in peep, on Trump for you guys. Yeah, peep Trump's, you know, Twitter. Oh, this is the saddest thing I've seen ever. One, Vince Wilfork is retiring. The big bastard is retiring from football. It, It's kind of sad. Yeah. He was big as hell. But had the perfect retirement video. Like, he's, like, grilling or some shit. Like, he, like... Yeah. Uh, I can't even think of the... Uh, he had he had some witty line. Please go look like up... Like, his, like, retirement video is sponsored. Like, that's a baller move. <laughs> like, that's dope. Go look up Vince Wilfork. Had a great career. One of the biggest goddamn DT tackles ever. The fridge was bigger, though. That guy's a big bastard. I don't actually. I may have lied there. I think. Vince I, I Wol- think Vil- Vince Wolfork is bigger than the fridge. Like, I think Vince Wolfork's the biggest man alive. Like <laughs> I think like Vince Wolfork is like the house, you know. Jeez, that he's a big dude. Um, anything else you'd like to talk about? Uh, you know, not really. You know, we we kind of covered a lot of different fantasy topics. I think uh, next podcast, I think we're gonna go over the NFC East a little bit. I'll agree with that. You want you want to give your predictions on the NFC North? And their rankings, like where, how many wins and losses? Uh, uh, I'm saying the Vikings get ten wins. 
I'm calling that now. That's all I want to say. Vikings get 10 wins. You have you have this all picked out. You know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, winning that division, I'm a Green Bay guy. I got Green Bay winning 12-4. and four. I'm all right with the wild card Vikings fans. It's it's going to happen. Uh, Packers Vi- are good. Vikings, I, I think they'll still have a good season, 9-7. and seven. Lions, 7-9. Bears are going to suck. Two wins. You have two wins? How the fuck are they getting two wins? They playing the Jets? I don't know, but they, I, I think they could pull off two wins. Like, you know, there's years, like, sometimes, like, the Browns are out. I bet you the Browns Patriots, have more yeah. wins than the Bears this year. That's a bold prediction. I I, I think, I, think I had Browns <laughs> down for, like, two wins, too. Maybe, like, three. I, hey, don't hey, don't give up everything. Well, I'm just, I'm just going to check and see what it... Oh, I had two wins, yeah. All right. <laughs> well, anything else? No, I think that that about covers everything right now. Oh, uh, you saying bold. All right, you can talk about your boy. He's not, he, not even really my boy. I just no one gives, gives a shit about track. And he field. took third. Took third in some race or some shit. I How are you know. the fastest man alive and you're taking third? Well, he's old, but like the guy that beat him was like five years older. Anyways, they're like he's gonna retire and shit. I I didn't know you ran besides the Olympics. Yeah, you know, I, like I, I thought that was just like a once every. Four I thought that years was like a college deal. thing, and then once you're done with that, it's... yeah, like I I didn't know like there was actual like track meets for like pro track athletes like i didn't think that was a thing yeah like i don't know who kick who wants to watch that shit who knows man well this kind of wraps up our podcast uh join in next time when we post we're gonna figure out a schedule here coming up in the next few weeks we're gonna post kind of randomly we'll figure out a schedule that we'd like to do um we're gonna figure out how many days a week depending on how many listeners we get will probably dictate on how many times we post so if you listen get your friends to listen share with your mom share with your grandma if your grandma's dead go to the like the morgue and just put some headphones on her do whatever you need (laughs) all right so that wraps it up here for kyle and brett's sports talk uh join in next time